When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. You want to know when the local baseball team will really take its next stride? I'll tell you right now. It'll be when they start openly discussing, not just with the public, but internally, actual team-based goals. Good morning to you. Good Monday morning. I'm Dan Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports, and this is Daily Shot of Pirates. It comes your way bright and early every weekday if you're into football and or hockey. I also offer up Daily Shots of Steelers and Penguins right where you found this. Pirates lost to the Nationals by a 6-2 to count yesterday at PNC Park. Bryce Wilson gave up Three home runs. The Pirates had an early lead. He turned it into a 5-2 deficit. And they had a 13th chance to sweep somebody. A 13th game in which they could have closed out a sweep of any length. And they are now 0-13 in such situations. Honest God. Oh, and 13. Do you grasp how absurd that math is for baseball? In which the greatest players fail 7 of 10 times and wind up in Cooperstown. In which players who fail 8 of 10 times are relegated to the minor leagues or the heart of the order of the 2021 Pirates lineup. It's unbelievable that 13 games in the exact same scenario could all lead to the same result. But they have, and it hasn't mattered whether the team they're trying to sweep is garbage or whether it's the Giants out in San Francisco and the Pirates played beautifully in the first two games of that series. I was out there covering it. Uh, Outclassed the best team in the majors. Didn't just beat them. Outclassed them in all three areas. And then they show up Sunday afternoon and there's nothing doing. Same thing happened this week. Not just once, but twice. Detroit Tigers win two, lose the third. Washington Nationals win two, lose the third. And you would think 
that even though this in and of itself doesn't mean, well, really anything, when you're talking about a team that's on a hard course to lose 100 and with hard objectives, all of which are eyeballing the future. But I don't know, man. I don't know. I'd like to hear just once from Derek Shelton, from the players, that, man, this really bothers us. You know, this is this is lousy. This is embarrassing. We're the only team in the majors that doesn't have a sweep. And every single time we've been right there, we've fallen short. That doesn't reflect particularly well on us. It doesn't reflect uh, not just on our talent level or our depth or our rotation depth, because more often than not, that's been what's unplugged this. Whoever happens to be pitching third, you know, isn't very good, okay? But we'd like to think that, you know, that's a, a, a point of pride for us if we can pull that off, if we can kind of scratch that off the list. Instead, every time the subjects come up this season, at least since one exception, and I'll get to that in a second, Shelton's really kind of blown it off. Like, ah, it's just really not anything we talk about. I asked him about it myself earlier in the week, and he's like, nah. And I go, well, do you talk about it in the clubhouse? Is it something that comes up beforehand? No, not really. We're talking about individual things and getting better and improving in this and improving in that. And I'm thinking, I don't know. I mean, I get where you are, but you're a manager of a major league team, and they're all there before the game, and they're objective for the day. In addition to getting better and all that other wonderful stuff, is to win the game that's being played that night. And maybe if there were some additional oomph put behind that, you'd get something that would reflect, you know, greater focus, maybe greater results, and that would help everybody, including the individual development. So we're talking about something like this, you know, finally sweeping somebody, which you know and I know, by the way, that they would celebrate on the field as if it were something different. They really would. And after all, they'll talk about it and say, yeah, this was great to finally get this off our backs. But in the interim, it's no, 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 it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. How about not losing 100 games? How about entering this month and offering to the players internally? You don't have to make some public thing out of it. I mean, if it gets out, it gets out. It's not the end of the world. There's worse things you can admit to than trying to win. And you say, listen, all we basically need to do here for this final month is go 500, which is what the math was at the time. And we won't lose 100. We won't be a team that's branded throughout the franchise's history as one of the worst it's ever had. People won't look at your team photo, which, by the way, they took this week, and think, wow, that team really stunk. Oh, and hey, look, there's that guy. And you're that guy. You have a chance to do something about it. Oh, and 13, with a chance to finish somebody off. You know, it's like being a pitcher who gets an 0-2 count on everyone, and then that batter just f fouls off 100 pitches and then screams a double off the wall against you. 
it should count for something. It could count for something if it were framed that way. And I'd like to see that turn somewhat in 2022. I've been emphasizing that year a lot lately, maybe more than I should, given my understanding for what the skill level is of what's in Pittsburgh and what's in Indianapolis and how far away the rest of it is. But I do think it's important to start putting into place that, uh, what's the word I'm looking for here? Is it culture? I mean, because Shelton brings up culture all the time, but he's almost always emphasizing work ethic and fundamentals and work ethic and fundamentals. And that's good. I've praised him endlessly for both of those facets and for how the Pirates have responded to him in those regards. Great. Wonderful. Start talking about things that are right in front of you, too. This sweep thing stinks. It really does. When we come back, just one question. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome back. It's time for Just One Question. As always brought to you on this program by the North Shore Tavern right across Federal Street from PNC Park, home of Steak on a Stone. Have you tried Steak on a Stone? Wait, let me rephrase that. Are you one of like a handful of people left in the entire region who hasn't tried Steak on a Stone at North Shore Tavern? It's an experience. The food comes to you on an 800-degree stone. You know, don't touch the thing. It's partially cooked. It's safely cooked. But you're left to do the rest. You're left to cut the steak up, lay it on its side, set some of it off to the edges. I like to do that. There's also shrimp, vegetables, and other delicacies that are, again, left to you. You're the chef. I'm not very good at it. I'm not going to (laughs) lie. So I might not be the best person to ask for advice. But... It ends up being absolutely wonderful. Visit North Shore Tavern right across Federal Street from PNC Park. Today's J1Q comes from Jeff Hoffman, who asks, What happened to the meritocracy? Do you think it's hard for players to give their best when the Pirates say it but don't do it? Well, my first snapback here at you, Jeff, is the idea that the Pirates wouldn't be giving their best. One thing about a a team that doesn't have a, a lot of talent and has a lot of players who bluntly shouldn't even be in the majors they're gonna try hard they're desperate to hang on to major league employment so you're not gonna see 
effort be any kind of issue. But the meritocracy thing, you know, I'm kind of glad you brought that up. Because that came up, you'll recall, way back in April when the Pirates were off to that really fun start. A little bit over 500. They were 12 and 11 at one point when they knocked off the Kansas City Royals, who at the time had the Majors' best record. And there were some players playing who maybe shouldn't have been playing or were playing ahead of somebody else that you'd rather have seen playing. And the word was used both by Ben Charrington and by Derek Shelton. Meritocracy. Put the best players out there. Now, we're in a different world at the moment. It's September ball. When you see an infield alignment that has... Kevin Newman at second base and Cole Tucker at short when you know that Newman should be the shortstop there, it couldn't be more obvious that they're just trying to see what Tucker has at the short position for whatever that happens to be worth. Like, how much more do you need to see of that? Sure enough, by the way, Tucker ends up making a mistake in the very first inning, and it only highlights the decision. The decision is made because they're just trying to see things. Sure, would they like to win? Whatever. They're trying to see things. But the meritocracy thing, that's got to swing back into the equation, doesn't it? Just like what I was talking about in the opening segment. In 2022, a lot of the debate and discussion in Bradenton, not just with people like me and you, but with the Pirates themselves, should be, who's earned this job? Who deserves this job? To an extent. To an extent. You're not going to bury some top-level prospect because so-and-so 29-year-old guy is doing great, whether that's in Pittsburgh or Indianapolis or even Altoona. You have to keep the prospects advancing. You have to try to continue to move them up the ladder in an intelligent way. But there's something to be said. I'm going to use that word culture again. Because it's not just about, you know, taking X number of rounds of batting practice and being really good at turning the double play. The culture has to, at some point flip toward winning. Winning that game that night in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. That's got to happen. It's got to happen. And the sooner that happens, the sooner you'll know that things are about to get real. But I'm not, I'm not seeing that in any form yet at all. And I feel that it's fair to call that out. I appreciate the question. I appreciate everybody listening to Daily Shot of Pirates. Let's do this again tomorrow. Tomorrow.